Welcome to the Accounting Pathways podcast brought to you by the Boutique Accounting Project, a collaboration of boutique accounting businesses looking to change the conversation about careers in accounting. My name is John Knight. I'm the founder and managing director of Business Depot. Joining me today, we have Ben Walker from Inspire Accountants and Nicole Bryant from the Macro Group. Welcome, guys. Hi, John. Great to be here again. Let's dive straight into today's topic, which what does an accountant actually do? You know, I think we all probably know the answer is a lot more than people realise. But Ben, can I start with you? Do you even think people know what an accountant actually does? Mm, I think there's a lot of misconceptions. So this whole sort of bean counter or, you know, crunching numbers all day is kind of that negative connotation. And, you know, that parts of my career, there was, there was a lot of time spent doing boring stuff, you know, absolutely. But I think, um, you know, as you grow in your expertise and your technical ability, your ability to advise clients, I think that's where it starts to... Um, to get pretty cool where, uh, you know, you, you, you like most of our senior team in here, they're spending most of their days in front of clients, advising them, trying to help them through different, different aspects of their journey. And, um, you know, that, that fulfillment I think comes from, from that. Yeah. It's a lot more than just number crunching, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I, I keep coming back to this with my daughter being in year 12 and having no one wanting to do accounting. What are the teachers saying at school? What are the teachers saying that doesn't inspire them to go down the accounting pathway because when people are using the number cruncher, the bean counter sort of sort of terminology, it doesn't exactly paint <laughs> a great picture. No. And it's just not reality. Mm. And uh, it's about, yes, there's numbers behind the scenes. We are doing numbers, but it's about using those numbers to give your clients some really good insights. And your client might be, if you're in a commercial business, it might be your CFO or your CEO. Or if you're in a pu- uh, public practice, it's about actually advising your clients and using those numbers for insights. So last week, we were working on a project where the client needed some help with their executive team and how to structure it. And I mean, I didn't expect, you know, coming into accounting that I'd be advising how to structure an executive team, yeah. but the numbers are so critical to how they do that, that they're turning to us to help them with that project. And it was, you know, it was a great project. I mean, the numbers just gives us an insight into the business, doesn't it? And so, you know, a lot of what I think accountants do is actually just connecting the dots Mm -hmm. between the reality and their perception. You know, so often a business owner will come in and they'll go, I think I'm doing all right. And we'll look at the numbers and we'll go, well, yeah, you're actually shooting the lights out or Maybe you're not doing so good. Mm. Um, but the next question, of course, is, well, why aren't I doing so good? Mm. And I think that's probably a big part of what accountants do. The amount of problem solving we do for clients every day, I think people are, are surprised by how much problem solving we have to do as compared to just data entry and so forth. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Because if they ask why, then the next question is normally how do I fix it or how do I get better or how do I grow it? And that's, uh, that's the fun part is to actually working with the clients to figure that out. Yeah, funny you say that. Um, so, uh, you know, years ago, maybe sort of in the first couple of years of running Inspire, I met, met with a prospective client and they were in a bit of a pickle with their business. And as he was explaining the story over the last three or four years to me, I was like looking at the financial statements because it was telling me a story and I was listening to the, the person tell me a story and, and like he got pissed off at the time and, he, and he's like, why aren't you paying attention to me? And I was like, I am. I'm actually hearing what you're saying and trying to look for it in the, in the numbers. But I, I was kind of surprised that, um, well, I guess that was an awareness thing on my part, but um, like that, the numbers really do tell a story from, um, from how the business is traveling. So. Well, between the P&L and the balance sheet, we can unlock <laughs> most secrets, can't we, within someone's, within someone's business? Yep. 
Yeah, for sure. Ben, what's something that you find yourself doing as an accountant that you think would surprise many out there? Yeah, um, maybe a bit of a funny one is uh, I went went to a client for a um, like an AGM, a, a, an annual meeting, and uh, you know after it we had a beer or two, and uh, and then I said, oh, can I jump on the forklift and drive it around? Huh. And <laughs> um, and uh, I won't mention the client, but he uh, yeah, he let me jump on. I'm sure you met all the workplace health and safety requirements. Absolutely, yeah, yeah including, <laughs> including including the zero alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I mean, th- there's an example of you know um, going going past that sort of strict business in you know really super formal relationship with a client. You know, and I think that the, the nature of what um, we do at Inspire with small business owners, you really become friends almost with your client. And I remember even um, you know, I think probably two years in. I'd had a client from pretty early on, and uh, and he was a groomsman of, of you know, at my wedding. Yeah, that's how, that's how um, good friends we became um, throughout the process of you know just initially helping out with the the tax side of things at the start. Well, you shared in episode two how your focus is really on the humans and what mm. and what are they needing. So I can understand how you would build such such amazing relationships. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So yeah. What about you, Nicole? What's something that you find yourself doing as an accountant that you think would surprise many? Uh, look, I think um, what probably surprises me the most is just the variety. And I think there's a misconception out there that accounting is actually quite boring. And I can absolutely tell you that I am never bored. It's just a constant stream of new information, new businesses, new learnings, going out to client sites. And I mean, some of the things we're learning at the moment, we're doing a lot more in that environmental space. Clients want to know how they can use their numbers to get a better environmental impact. It's just there's it's actually so much variety and interest, and I think that what what keeps me in the job today and mm. that constant learning. I often find people are incredibly surprised by how deep we get into people's businesses by way of a discussion of what's mm. going on in their business. And probably the layer that I re- I go to here, and I don't think everybody goes as far as as what I probably do in this regard. But I think the thing that would surprise people is how much. Um, psychology, um, coaching, because we are the ones that know they've got a tax bill, that know they might not be able to pay their creditors, know they might not be able to pay their staff. And we end up being somewhat of an emotional shoulder to, mm-hmm. to lean on. Mm-hmm. I always say I need to get a lounge within my, um, within, <laughs> within, within my office to lie mm-hmm. people down, but sometimes I need it as well. But I think people would be surprised by how much of that human um, empathy, emotional intelligence we use as accountants. Do you guys agree? Absolutely. Uh, it's, ap- it's actually critical. And what happens is if you're a really trusted advisor, you become part of whether it's a family's life cycle or a business life cycle. So you become part of all the important milestones in those the, the events that are going on in their lives. Births, deaths, and marriages are mm. absolutely critical. We're involved in all of those. Mm. And I just didn't really realise that when I went down this accounting career that births, deaths, and marriages would be important, but they're so critical. Mm. You know, someone gets married in a big family business, it makes an impact. Mm. It has a difference. Someone unfortunately passes away or there's a new child and all of that has an impact. It has an impact on the structuring, mm. on the wealth transfer, on the next stage of the business. It's critical. And in the, in the business side, sales, acquisitions, closing down businesses, opening new branches, we are connected at all of it. And that's, um, you know, such a critical part of what we do and why our clients need us and why we need to be there to help them. As accountants, you know, I often think 
where some of the most generous, most trusted professional advisors, I suppose, to the extent that sometimes I think we sacrifice some of our own health and well-being and that we will we have to help that person sort of thing. We probably don't charge them as much as we should for them and those types of things because we have this this connection with them. I wanted to hone in on that that trusted advisor sort of thought process because accountants are one of the most trusted advisors to to business owners. What do you think a trusted advisor, um, I suppose, is, Ben? And what do you think people need to know about it from an, from an accounting career perspective? Mm. Um, I think part of it's being one of the first people they call when something really good or something really bad happens mm. and they want to work through how they capitalise on the opportunity mm. or deal with the problem. Um, so I think that that's really being a, a great advisor and, and having the, the runs on the board or the, the relationship with the client so that they're able to do that and feel comfortable but also feel like you're, that you're capable of um, actually helping them out. So. so being a trusted advisor very much is being that go-to person. Yeah, at least sort of one of the key people they go to. Yeah, Mm. Yeah, good. What about you, Nicole? Look, I think one of the most important things we can do as an accountant is to listen without judgment. And uh, that sounds sounds a bit serious, but it's actually really important when we're working with a lot of clients and they're going through a range of emotions. It might be a you know, joy because they're, you know, they've had such an amazing business, but they actually just don't quite know what to do with now this business is going well. And then there might be other times when things aren't going well. And it's that listening without judgment and being there for them and then being able to use the numbers to tell a story about what they might do next or how we might be able to help them next. I often say accounting is often about giving people peace of mind. You know, like I said before, they come in, they've got an idea of what's going on and we can sort of go, yep, that's reflected within the numbers. Yep, that's about that. Yep, you've got the room to move. Yep, you can make that investment or you can't make that investment, those types of things. I love your analogy of the births, deaths and, 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 and marriages because you know, businesses have their births, deaths and marriages as well. And it's a pretty emotional time for a business owner, especially when your baby is your business. And you've got to tell them sometimes that you're closing it, closing it down. It's an emotional journey. Mm, absolutely. So if you had to really condense it down, I reckon I would say that you know, a big part of what accountants actually do is give peace of mind. So, Ben, what about from a day-to-day basis? What do accountants actually do on a day-to-day basis? Mm. Um, so in Inspire, it would depend on the, the level that the accountant um, is at and, and the experience that they've had. Um, but let's say like a, a junior accountant, for instance, um, the, the way we've set up the business is the junior accountant is there to help the senior accountant to be able to actually deliver to the client. So literally they'll, they'll, they'll come in in the morning, um, have a bit of a workflow meeting with the team, uh, work out what clients they're going to be working on that day. Um, and then usually they'll be coordinating or like project managing a, a year-end tax job getting done or, you know, the, the, the BAS, which is a quarterly um, lodgement that needs to get done for a business. Um, so, so what that looks like is reaching out to the client, working out what information we have on file uh, and, and the missing bits that they need to get. Um, and then literally, yeah, reaching out to the client to get that information uh, and then starting the job off internally. So that'd be... Um, yeah, most of what a junior accountant would do. I mean, there's there's plenty of other things, but uh, the the other thing is we've incorporated outsourcing at Inspire. So the actual preparation of the um, the tax returns and the financials and the basses, all that sort of stuff, it actually gets done by an offshore team, um, which is fantastic because our junior accountants go straight into that almost like that client relationship management stuff from from early days, uh, where they're sort of yeah getting the information um, and making sure the the offshore team get the job done. When we said we would, um, and uh, 
And if there's anything else that needs to come back from the, the client, they'll they'll coordinate that. Yeah, gone are the days where we had shoeboxes of receipts. Ben, you're probably too young. You probably don't even remember those. But I, I, I remember my first client was a Shearer's and it was a shoebox. It was a Shearer's business and it literally were check butts and so forth. But wow. gone are those days mm. where we have to worry about that. I mean, we scan our receipts now and they go straight through to, yeah. straight through to zero. Yeah, the technology is probably, I think, the most surprising part when mm. when the junior accountants start with us they just are blown away by the amount of technology the number mm. of different programs we're using how we interact with clients and and different uh, types of organizations with the technology and i think that's probably what's most surprising when people join our firm as well this is this is great this is there's a big technology piece mm. to to the puzzle as well that they get to learn and be engaged with yeah good stuff i mean what else nicole would you add that on a day-to-day basis you see accountants do? Is it a similar sort of story to, to what Ben described or is there anything you'd add yeah, look, to our, You know, every firm's got a, a different model. Our, our model, again, is a little bit different. So we have everyone allocated to a partner. We've got three partners and uh, the junior accountants come in and they support the partners. They come to client meetings. Uh, they're getting agendas ready for the meetings. They're um, helping get in the financial statements, tax returns ready so we can help tell those stories at the meeting. And uh, it's almost like a bit of an apprenticeship. So they're really just day by day learning by a really experienced person on um, how to help support their clients. So uh, that's probably the main thing that they, they get to do when they join our firm. And look, every firm's got, got a different model. What about your firm, John? Yeah, I mean, we, um, I mean, we have a whole range of different people. We use a little bit of offshoring, but we probably don't use it as extensively as, as, as you, Ben. So we have very, very clear team structures. We, but we have a lot of specialization within the teams. So we share and we have a lot of people go cross teams to do work for, for other divisions. We're 95% blue as in zero <laughs> by way of technology sort of mm. perspective. And so that means yeah, we have a lot of specialization within there. Mm. We have bookkeepers. Yeah, they do a bit more of the reconciling bank accounts and those types of things. But the accountants, you know, you know not dissimilar to your story, Ben, mm. as to you know, the different people have to just help the level above so that ultimately they have um, an amazing um, relationship with the client. Um, and so we, like you, like to have people introduced to clients really quickly. We always make sure there's a couple of people on there. Um, and I love it when the, when the junior guys get to have some contact with a client and they sit in a meeting and they see how you deliver a, um, a report or something or other and they come back and they go, oh, now I understand why that was important that mm. we didn't get that wrong. gets a bit of ownership. But in my own day-to-day, mm. I mean – my own day-to-day, I can't remember the last journal I did. It was probably for my own tax return and I probably should pay someone to do that for me, <laughs> to be completely honest. But my day-to-day these days, I spend my time coaching um, other managers and directors mm. um, of Business Depot. I do a fair bit of um, speaking gigs. I do strategic workshops. I'm going to Melbourne on Friday to do a succession planning workshop for a Perth-based legal business. Don't know how that came about, but you know, I love what I do mm. in that I get this huge amount of variety. And then I have some, some, some really um, great clients that I've personally worked with for many, many years. And because we know each other so well and I know their business so well, I will come in and do like chairman of their, of their board meetings or advisory board positions and different things like that. And recently we added a M&A division to Business Depot as well. And I'm loving those interactions now with the startups and 
um, and those businesses that are looking to, to merge and acquire. Yeah, M&A, love that. Super <laughs> fun. That's, you know, one of the best yeah. parts of my job is I love it when clients are buying businesses, selling businesses, we get mm. to help them, get into the contracts, work out the purchase price, get involved in the negotiation. It's great. It, it's really good. I always love it when there's one old business depot person on the Zoom and there's like 12 from Deloitte or somewhere yeah. or other <laughs> for, for an M&A transaction. It's always supposed to go, we got this. We, yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah it's fun. Yeah. What about your day, Ben? Mm. Yeah, so I reckon probably, oh, probably – 40% of my time's sort of um, training and coaching our leadership team and our, our managers at, at Inspire. Um, and then probably 60% of the time is um, is working on marketing and, and sort of helping get our message out there and, and one-to-many communication around what we do. Um, so, yeah, that, that's most of my, my makeup at the moment. Um, and, yeah. And, Nicole, anything else in your day-to-day other than jetting off to – or not jetting or driving off to Byron Bay every now and then? Uh, yeah, look, I'm still uh, very heavily involved in clients and that's something that I, I've chosen. So I spend about 50 to 60% of my time meeting with clients, helping clients solve their problems. So I really love that client interaction. The rest of my day is spent, uh, you know, coaching the team, helping make sure the team have everything they need uh, to deliver to the clients. And then, you know, just there's, you know, a bit of other things that go with running a business, which uh, are really important as well. So do those in the rest of the time. Well, look, guys, I hope that's given everybody a little bit more of an insight into the different pathways within accounting and in particular with this episode, what accountants actually do. (laughs) If you'd like to keep the conversation going, please connect with us by subscribing to the podcast, Um, checking out our website, theboutiqueaccountingproject.com, register for one of our upcoming events. Stay in touch on LinkedIn. You can connect with Nicole and the Macro Group. On LinkedIn. And Ben and Inspire. LinkedIn and suss us out at inspire.accountants. And connect with myself um, via the website, businessdepot.com.au. Jump on LinkedIn, say good day, or connect with me on Twitter at jak underscore night. Thanks, guys. Thanks, John.